Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, he's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the radio. Your host, Beth Ann. And I welcome you today to CSE Talk Radio. It's my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. We got rain, but storms actually here in Ben, Missouri. We were in all kinds of heat warnings and such, and now the rain has come, and, uh, and it was muchly needed. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. For such a time as this, most gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you and we praise you for the Father and the God that you are, our Creator, our Savior, the Sustainer of all life. And we worship you. Oh, how we worship you. For you alone, Father, you alone are worthy of our praise. We beg your forgiveness for the times that we fail you. For when we choose self over you, we seek your protection in our lives, Father, in our families, that you would watch over each and every one and comfort those who are hurting. We ask that you protect, put your hedge of protection around our president. Guide him and direct him, Father. It is horrible what this nation and this world is going through. We need your guidance. We need it every day. I ask, Father, that you use me. Use CSC Talk Radio. Use my listeners. Let them know the path that you would have them to go. Bless my current sponsors and advertisers. Father, bless me. You know my needs, and you know the needs of CSE Talk Radio. I ask you to show me the way to work in the hearts of those you have chosen to be a part of us, to be a part of CSE Talk Radio, and lead me to them. For such a time as this, most gracious Heavenly Father, we come to you and we pray. Amen. It's another Monday day. It's a Monday. It's another Monday in America. So I looked it up. At least 17 were killed in shootings in Chicago this year. This last, this weekend, I'm sorry. Including one year old boy and a 10 year old little girl. Little boy was hit by a bullet while riding in a car in Inglewood and the 10 year old girl was hit by a stray bullet at her home. Every weekend, it seems like it's the same thing there in Chicago. Mayor Lightfoot's doing an awesome job, isn't she? I'm somewhat at a loss, and never in my lifetime did I think that this nation would become such a hellhole. A lack of respect for law and order and for life. And never did I believe that we would see it. And out and out attack on Christianity right here in the United States. Freedom of religion. And these attacks are ignored by the political party that uh, 
you know, the same one that booed God. So why should we be surprised? The violence, it fits their narrative, so they don't want to get rid of it. I've always been a compliant type of person, believe it or not. (laughs) I wasn't in trouble a great deal as a kid or in my teens. I wasn't very rebellious. I didn't care for conflict or the pain of a a spanking, (laughs) so I avoided them. But a scolding was nearly as bad for me. That's the kind of personality I am. I'm a little bit of a sensitive person. But now I'm a bit older. Had another birthday last week. (laughs) And I've realized some rules are very important and others are authoritarian in nature and are meant only to control and not to protect. Not to liberate. Benjamin Franklin said once, those who would give up essential liberty to purchase a little temporary safety deserve neither liberty or safety. Now, we hear that a lot, and we use it when it suits us. But when you think about the things that are going on right now today, with the pandemic that's constantly thrown in our faces, with numbers that are completely skewed, and with the rioting in the streets and the burning in the cities, the taking over, it's overlooked by mainstream media, When we stop and think about what we've been given up, what we have given up through each crisis brought upon this nation, usually through congressional allowances, the liberty that's lost is never regained. I saw this little quip about a patriot, and I've hung on to it because I liked it. It was Maybe I do have a little rebellious spirit in me and it's coming out in my old age I will not compromise I will not comply I will not submit I will not bow I will not break I will not roll over I will not sit down I will not shut up and I will not go quietly I will not give up I will not surrender I don't see that American spirit in these rioters that's not what I see what I see are hate Haters. The Patriot was after independence and liberty. They wanted the government to leave them alone. We must use common sense. We absolutely cannot believe all we're being told. We know that. Yeah, I was in Sunday school yesterday and we talked about fasting and prayer and we talked about how far down this nation has gone from whence it was intended. And that none of us ever thought we'd be in that position that we're in today where we'd see a direct attack on the churches. And one gentleman in there, I just love him to death. We've been friends for a long time. He used to be a Democrat. But he can't handle it anymore. Who will lead this nation back? Do the people of this nation even want independence and liberty and freedom? Will our cycle be as others and fall to those who deem themselves elite and above the law, the truly privileged ones, Congress and other government servants? 
We cannot believe the things we're told. So we absolutely must rely on God and common sense and logic and truth, which is difficult when we're fed lies day in and day out. One thing I do know, it will be the American people who demand liberty, not the politicians who have thus enslaved us all to their authoritarian ways, totalitarian rules and mob rule. The elite are threatening our way of life. They don't want you to be free. They don't want you to have a republic. The takeover of the cities, the violent removing of the statues and the history, the constant demeaning of this nation. You know, I was told that when you enter into the service, now Rudy did this, the purpose in the boot camps is to break you down. And then they build you up. And you are stronger. You are a better person. But what we're seeing here is the breaking down of America, but not to build it back up. It's a takeover of your lives. Liberty is always in the hands of the people. But first, it must be in your heart. That spirit of independence that settled a new land must now rise up and reclaim it. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. Liberty is always in the hands of the people. And that's the only way, through God, that we will bring America home. And we will be right back. Founding fathers knew that the heartland would be coveted by those who want the land and its resources or hated by those who simply do not understand its value. It is that simple. And yet today, the humble folks in the heartland are losing jobs and feeling the pressures from an out-of-control bureaucracy as well as outsiders with agendas. From the heartlands of America come our food, manufacturing, and our energy. CSC Talk Radio is a voice crying from the heartland and standing up for rural America. And so is Power the Future. Power the Future is a unique foundation established to be the voice for rural American energy jobs. Daniel Turner is a strong advocate pushing against those who would like to punish rural folks and take their jobs for the sake of climate change or the land and its wealth. I'm proud to be a part of Power the Future and bring Daniel Turner here to you. Our future depends on it. Let's power the future as we bring America home to common sense jobs and give our rural families a voice. Visit PowerTheFuture.us. PowerTheFuture.us is the way to bring America home. Melody Cedarstrom and CSC Talk Radio team up as common sense voices of integrity. I personally endorse Melody Cedarstrom to be your trusted go-to expert for all your precious metal needs. Experts agree a financial crisis and even collapse is inevitable. Given our government's lack of economic leadership and self-interest of those in power, it's no longer a question of if you should purchase gold and silver, but if you will purchase gold and silver before it's too late. Melody encourages you to tune in each week 
weekday morning, visit csctalkradio.com. We both agree truth and education are the two significant factors in both our missions. There is a wealth of misinformation out there. Let Melody and Beth Ann help you sort through the chaos and bring you home to the truths that will ensure that you and your family are protected. Call Discount Gold and Silver Trading, 1-800-375-4188 or online at dgscoins.com. Melody and Beth Ann are strong forces together working to preserve liberty and bring America home. Made in America is more than just a slogan. It's a brand we all look for to better this nation's economy. Liberty Tabletop is the brand of Cheryl Manufacturing. The only manufacturer of flatware in the United States of America, Liberty Tabletop creates high-quality flatware at a competitive price using the finest quality 1810 chromium nickel stainless steel. Oh, and by the way, the steel they use is also made in the USA. The steel is tested for lead and other toxic trace elements, so you bring to your family a safe and pure product that will last for generations. Setting your table is an important part of every meal. The patterns you choose say something about you and your family. Bringing America home with LibertyTabletop.com or go to my website, csetalkradio.com, and click on their link. Call Liberty Tabletop at 844-386-2338. Use the promo code BETHANN and receive 10% off your purchase. LibertyTabletop.com. Radio. This is Beth Ann. Well, I didn't do the numbers. I had Ru- I had Rudy go find out when the coronavirus pandemic first hit. We were checking every day on this uh, website that's uh, Worldometer on the deaths of different diseases and things that plague the world and the United States. So far in the world, cases. Cases. Now, I'm wondering about the truth of these cases, the numbers. We know that they're fudging the numbers. But assuming that it's all exactly right, I want one of you geniuses out there, and I mean that sincerely because I'm not a math genius, so everybody will tell you that. The coronavirus cases worldwide is numbered at, write this down if you're going to help me, 14,683,830. That's the coronavirus cases worldwide. The deaths worldwide is 609,740. The recovery, which is kind of confusing to me, is 8 million. Six hundred. I'm sorry, eight million seven hundred sixty-five thousand nine hundred eighty-one. Okay, I misread that because I thought, well, that doesn't total 14 million. So, what would the percentage be? Now, we know in the United States, we've talked about that last week, that the percentage is really, really low, like a 0.04% of the deaths. Now, I read to you something yes last week, on Monday last week, that said last year... Worldwide, there was 1.5 million people died of tuberculosis. Tuberculosis is still a problem. Now, it's not a huge problem in the United States because we have a different lifestyle. 
which is changing. If the socialists take over this country, you're going to see plagues. You're going to see more deaths over things that never happened before or not in the the numbers that we will see because things are not going to be good here if the left take over this country and it becomes a complete and total socialist country like the Democrats want. AOCs in the world will be fine because you keep electing them and paying them. But you'll make sure you are not fine. So, in the United States, however, the coronavirus cases is 3,901,026. And the deaths are 146,321. Recovered is 1,802,550. The flu, in, uh, so it really has surpassed it. When we started this, the flu was ahead. So it really has surpassed the flu. We have to give it legit respect, within reason. <laughs> Depends on what they put on the death certificate. That's true. That's true, Rudy. They they have been fudging some of the death certificates. So we weren't even going to look at the flu for this year because we knew that it would reflect very little because so many of them have been putting coronavirus on no matter what because they're getting paid for it. So the flu deaths in 2018-2019 was 34,200 and I'm assuming that's in the U.S., right? Yeah. What we are being told, forcing us to wear masks, forcing our children not to go to school, the death tolls Let's go back to the world death tolls. Abortion has claimed 23 billion, I'm sorry, million 460,209 deaths, babies around the world just so far this year. Coronavirus was how many deaths? 14, 100, no, that's. That's U.S., excuse me, I've got the wrong one in front of me. Oh, I've got it in my hand. Deaths were 609,740 worldwide. Abortion deaths is 23 million, almost 24 million. So far this year. AIDS, 41,957,410. Cigarette smoking today was 5 billion four seven hundred and sixty five million four hundred eighteen thousand a hundred and forty. Death that was not death, that was just uh cigarette smoking. Deaths were two million seven hundred and fifty seven thousand two hundred and ten. My point is the virus, the coronavirus is is something to be aware of. But it is not something at this point in juncture now to be afraid of here in the United States. People are going to get it. That's going to happen. Less and less people are dying from it now because we know better how to treat it. But I don't believe in, I'm going to go back to my little patriot, I don't believe in being forced to wear masks. 
Now, they're forcing these businesses, and, you know, when I was on with Melody on her show one day last week, and she said, I've got to respect the businesses. They're being forced to do this, therefore I'm going to wear a mask for them. So once again, we comply. Because they have to in order to stay in business, in order to feed their children, in order to pay their employees. They're being forced to do these things by people like Fauci, who hasn't been right on much of anything. He's supposed to be such a wise man. That's not what I see. Oh, I see he's got lots of schooling. And he's got lots of wisdom. Well, maybe wisdom isn't the right thing. There's knowledge and there's wisdom. I mean, he will admit he's not a economic man. Economics matter to your health as well. So we're breaking a nation for a pandemic that could kill. And we're trading the death of a pandemic, the virus, for the death of starvation, lack of jobs, depression, drugs, and the like. I have so many things today. I was so confused. Rudy always wants me to give him some kind of a a teaser in the morning. But I read this article called Coronavirus and the End of Authority, and that one kind of stuck with me. But I'm going to just I'm just going to show you the the topics that I get. It's uh, Trump was right. Biden first said he'd defund the police. Well, we knew that. Chris Wallace, the interviews, any interviews. It was Chris Wallace this weekend. Any interviews with the president are there to entrap him. The uh, Hillsdale College defies Michigan mandate and they hold a graduation. Senator Kennedy, I don't know if you guys watch this guy or not, but I get a big kick out of this southerner. He said Pelosi's version of the stimulus bill is as popular as a sinkhole. And here, of course, she's in our prayers. We don't want bad things to happen to Ruth Bader Ginsburg, but she is once again being treated for cancer. She still is claiming as long as she can serve, she will serve. And here we have a judge, the son of a judge with Epstein. She will will have one of the Epstein uh, uh, things before her bench. And her son was shot. It says a gunman shot and killed the 20-year-old son of federal judge whose caseload includes one involving the convicted sex offender Jeffrey Epstein. The judge's husband was also shot and wounded in the attack, which happened when the son opened the door of the family home Sunday in New Jersey, according to judiciary officials. The perpetrator fled the scene. Uh, It doesn't sound as though they've got him yet. The FBI are looking for him. The shootings occurred at the North Brunswick home of U.S. District Judge Esther Salas. Killed her son, Daniel. A Chief District Judge Frida Wolfston told the Associated Press her husband, the defense lawyer Mark Ardiff, Adderald, it's A-N-D-E-R-L, was injured in the attack. Said the perpetrator believed to be a lone gunman posing as a FedEx delivery guy. Everybody's getting FedEx these days. 
He's not in custody, the official said. The FBI tweeted Sunday night that it's looking for one suspect in the shooting. It goes on in this article, and then it goes at the very last. It says, gun violence is a problem. Once again, remains a crisis in our country. I guess human sex trafficking is not a problem. But gun violence is. You know, the violence that was perpetrated against the couple in St. Louis was not the problem. The problem was when they stood there with their guns and said, don't you come near me or I'll shoot you. That was the violence. Oh, yes. America is inside, outside, upside down. Do we have any patriots left? Who value God? And we have returned to listening to CSU Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. I'm going to just uh, share with you just a little bit here what... Uh, Senator Kennedy was saying about Pelosi's version of a stimulus bill. Now, I want to, I, the fact that we're even going to consider another stimulus bill with the debt that we're in is just crazy. I know that American people need help. We need help because they've pushed us to this brink. And they do it all the time. He said, there's not a consensus on anything. He said, but the other issues we'll talk about. Those will be limiting liability up for our schools and our universities and our hospitals. We will work on trying to give relief to people laid off who lose their health insurance. We'll talk about additional paycheck protection program. We'll talk about additional unemployment compensation, payroll tax cut. And we will be on the table as well. That will be on the table as well as direct stimulus payments to American people, he said. But again, he said. There's not even close to a consensus yet. The only thing I'm certain of right now is that the bill we pass, if we pass one, will not be House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's bill. It is untethered to reality and among most senators, including many Democrats, it's about as popular as a sinkhole. What bothers me is the fact that they say we probably will pass something. He goes on here and he says, extra money for K-12. through Most fair-minded people believe that keeping our schools closed will, be, will do far more damage to our kids from the coronavirus than you ever can. Having said that, I know a lot of parents are scared. If you don't want to send your child back to school, you shouldn't and you shouldn't be forced to. And if you're a teacher and an employee and you don't have, want to go back and don't, that's between you and the school board, but I think we'll have enough kids, enough teachers, and enough employees for the right resources to get our schools open. We talked about this in Sunday school yesterday, too. <laughs> Some of this was going on before we started our class, and I, I looked at the teacher when she sat there, and I go, I'm back, because I've been gone for several weeks, and when I come in, they usually go talk, start talking politics. We need to get our schools back open. But if these teachers or aides or employees of the school are afraid and don't want to go back, that's their choice. But they also should not get a paycheck for it. That was said in class. They should not get a paycheck for it. 
There are plenty of out-of-work teachers and other people who would step in and do those jobs. I have here where a class in, uh, oh, where did I put that? I had it right here. Here it is. No, it isn't. I've got it here somewhere. Where they're going to be teaching kindergartens about slavery. They're going to teach them about slavery. And I'm wondering, you know, there is a certain time with kids when you teach them things. You know, when a child is uh, born, you don't start feeding them steak because you want them to have the extra protein. You have to take it a little stage. At a time. Oh, here it is. It's right on top. It's in Virginia, and they mandate slavery lessons for kindergartners. Now, I saw this tweeted out. No, it was parlay. Parlayed out by... Mark Levin, and he said, these, these parents need to revolt over this. Parents and educators take issue with this new curriculum. curriculum. It said the Virginia kindergartner students will learn about institutional racism alongside the alphabet, according to the new curriculum created for the upcoming school year. Well, somebody's been busy, haven't they? Loudoun County is adding social justice. The kindergarten curriculum. It's the mission of teaching elementary school students reading, writing, and arithmetic. The Washington, D.C. suburb, the richest county in the country, has teamed up with Southern Poverty Law Center's education arm, teaching tolerance. Tolerance to everything except a conservative. Tolerance to develop its new curriculum. The proposed lesson will plan will restructure history. For social studies classes to emphasize slavery as fundamental to American society for students from kindergarten to the fifth grade. That's why we're where we are today. We have allowed the left. The right has completely ignored conservatives who want to be left alone, particularly rural America. We want to be left alone, so we turn our heads away from all that's happening. And now we have students, university students, high school students, and kindergartners being taught trash. Being taught to trash this nation. No, I don't believe that slavery is or ever was a good thing. But as a mother and a grandmother, I know there are certain times to teach it and certain ways to teach it. And I know what they're doing. They're teaching them that this nation is no good from the get-go. I saw some comedian uh, conservatives. Uh, they're uh, the Black Twins. What was their name? Do you remember their names? No, I do not. And they were so funny. But they were giving you facts and truth about the blacks that are killed by the the cops, and how it's not a huge number like we're being told. It doesn't happen every day like Al Sharpton said at the funeral. And there's more whites killed than blacks, and they were given all the statistics and all the things that said that's what they'd taken in college. They had university education, and they knew better, and they knew they were being used and tricked, and that the United States of America, the people are listening to a bunch of dribble.
And here we are again, my friends, complying to things that we're told are happening, and the coronavirus is one of them. Do I think it should be watched? Oh, yes. I don't want the flu. I don't want the coronavirus. I don't want TB. I don't want a lot of things. But I also want to live. I want to live my life in freedom and I want to be able to walk around. I want to go shop. When I shop, I want to be able to try on my garment, not take it home, and then bring it back. America, what has happened to us? We've gone from them wanting, from these youngsters wanting safe spaces, to them tearing down every space in this nation, tearing down statues, fighting against the right, fighting against the Constitution. We have politicians fighting against the Constitution. Nancy Pelosi, uh, Joe Biden, and all of them. They're mourning the loss of uh, a congressional member this year. I mean, this weekend. Um, Mr. Jennings. Is that his name? John. John, John Lewis. John Lewis. Excuse me. but not mourning very well, am I? John Lewis. You know, I, I knew a man named John Lewis right here in town. We lost him several years ago. John Lewis was, uh, in the 60s, was um, a civil rights movement. And I believe he was a hero in his day. But then he just kept going far to the left. Farther and farther to the left. He was a hater of the president. He's a hater of the Constitution. He's a hater of everything he was. No one likes to see anyone pass away. Everyone has loved ones and friends, and they're mourning and grieving. America, are we mourning and grieving today because of what we have lost? We've lost our freedoms. We've lost that spirit of independence. We've had it. We've been through the boot camp of the left. And we're being broken, but it's not to build us back up. It's to keep us down. Americans don't stay down. Filled by moments with cowboy movies this weekend again. John Wayne. <laughs> you don't keep a good man down. They get up and they fight even when they're in pain. You're listening to CSU Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We'll be right back. business owner, when was the last time you asked yourself if you have the right commercial insurance coverage? You need business insurance to protect everything you're building. One disaster without the right insurance could hurt your business, and larger deals you're trying to close may require that you have it. We recommend Cover Wallet for all your business insurance needs. In just two minutes, with their award-winning technology, they can offer you free competitive quotes from top insurance carriers nationwide. 
worldwide. CoverWallet has helped tens of thousands of businesses, startups, restaurants, truckers, construction companies, landscaping companies, beauty salons, consultants, and they can help you. No business is too big or too small. And it's a free call to find out. Protect your business. Get the right insurance for your business. Call CoverWallet right now. 800-220-7612. 800-220-7612. That's 800-220-7612. Makeup America is a brand new line of makeup made in America. Ladies, did you know that most American beauty brands do not make their cosmetics here in the USA? There is no guarantee of quality and transparency of ingredients, testing on animals, abidance to health and safety regulations, or quality control within the manufacturing environment. The old saying, beauty is only skin deep, refers to what's on the inside of the woman. And as you know, what's inside your beauty products matters to your skin. Makeup America is made in the USA, and they pledge to you that their products are non-GMO, paraben-free, fragrance-free, and never tested on animals. Launch your patriotism with Independence Red, Lady Liberty Blue. There's a variety of nail and lip colors to match. And lip care. MakeupAmerica.us. Use promo code BEST20 to receive 20% discount. MakeupAmerica.us Liberty Tabletop brings liberty to your table. For those of you who want to display your patriot heart, set your table with Liberty. The new patriotic flatware pattern by Liberty Tabletop. Your dining table sets the mood for the American family and the American dream. Liberty honors our fallen heroes, the Liberty Bell. We the people with stars and stripes are American Eagle and the Statue of Liberty. Each piece of the Liberty flatware pattern is an art with elegance, high-quality work, and high-quality 1810 stainless American steel. Each piece is unique while conveying the same patriotic message, Liberty for all and we love America. Order your set now and a set as a gift for a special patriot in your life. Liberty Tabletop brings liberty home to your table. Use the promo code BETHANN and receive a discount. LibertyTabletop.com or call them 844-386-2338. Don't miss Jason Chavez, former congressman and Fox News Channel contributor, when he brings his wit, wisdom, and compelling message for life to Columbia for the Vitae Foundation's annual pro-life event on Tuesday, July 21st at the Holiday Inn Expo Center in Columbia, Missouri. Chavez rose to chairman of the powerful House Oversight and Government Reform Committee only the fifth time in a hundred years a three-term representative ascended to such a position. Chavez shares his passion for the value of life just like Vitae. Vitae's digital marketing strategies promote a culture of life while connecting women facing unplanned pregnancies with life-saving resources. Reserve your seat today for Vitae's dinner event on July 21st by going to adsforlife.org. The dinner will begin at 7 p.m. There will be social distancing guidelines and precautions taken for your safety. That's Jason Chavez on July 21st in Columbia, Missouri. Register today at adsforlife.org. We have returned to listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. I want to encourage you that last commercial was about Jason Shavitz, 
um, speaking in Columbia for the Vitae Foundation. Support the Vitae Foundation. Go to vitaefoundation.org, and they have these banquets periodically across the nation, and uh, you need to uh, check them out. They are doing a tremendous job in saving the lives of babies and mothers and families. Well, going back to what I was talking about, I, I'm really, um, I'm really disheartened of where we see America today. We know that we've always had haters here; they've always been with us, but we've allowed them to take over. We've given them office positions. We've left them in Congress for forty some years. Joe Biden doesn't love America. Joe Biden loves being rich. And he sold us out a long time ago. And he flip-flops, depending on what pays the most. Right now, paying the most is being the left. So he's flip-flopped. Now, maybe he has dementia and maybe he doesn't. Maybe he's playing his card there because he's afraid he's going to get indicted over this China thing. But he isn't a leader of this nation. He's a leech. Most of these congressional officials, like AOC, they're not leaders. They're leeches. They're willing to suck everything out of this country and get rich while telling you the rich are evil. They've been lying to us all along. Last Monday I shared with you some words that I don't know who the gentleman is. He's on his, his uh, video has gone viral. He says a lot of truth. A lot of common sense. It's like he's just sitting there. It's just giving a profile of him, and it's a black and white video. And he's, it's like he's just thinking out loud. He says, we are watching a systematic fall of the republic and the rise of the corporate state. Hard to understand your government when, those, when they close down millions of small businesses do not follow any of their employees for safety reasons. In this article that I had today... On the coronavirus and the end of authority. They talk about in it how people are starting to say, whoa, wait a minute. But yet, like Melody mentioned, we kind of need to wear those masks to keep those people employed. But he goes on to say there's questions that we should stop. There's things that we should stop saying we should start asking and don't let them choose your language he says COVID is just another rung in the ladder which is why there's such a mix of wordplay he says stop saying quarantine which is designated word for isolating the sick they're not isolating the sick they're isolating the well he says call it house arrest that's what it truly is Instead of saying social distancing, we should say forced isolation. You know, there's a story in the Bible when Christ is healing people, when he's walking around. And he heals the leper. He didn't have to touch that leper to heal him. But he did. Lepers weren't allowed to be around people except their own sick. They were quarantined. (laughs) But they were also isolated. No one came near them, and they certainly didn't touch them. So they had no human touch. 
He says you claim safe at home when millions of people don't have the basic necessities to care for themselves. We've kicked them out of their jobs. They're not getting paid. They can't even get the, they can't even buy their toilet paper. He goes on and on in that, and I read that to you. I, I shared that with you last week. And the coronavirus, the end of the authority. Is it the end of authority? I see a lot of people complying, and I'm okay with them complying if they feel they need to. I've got a family member that's very ill. He's got a lung disease. He's not going to wear a mask because he can't breathe. You know, the Americans, we try to get along. <laughs> we try to listen to these authoritar- authoritarians in Congress and in D.C. We listened to them when we went to war in Iraq, and then there was no weapons of mass destruction. And we go, wait a minute. What was this all about? Oh, was it just they got bad intelligence? Or did we go to a war for another purpose, for another reason? And we lost children. We go on and on with these things. And people are starting to question it. I mean, look what the mainstream media does. Cuomo, Chris Cuomo, you know. (laughs) He had the pandemic. He had the coronavirus. He was isolated, but he wasn't. Because everybody caught him. They caught him out and about. And then he gets on the air and he fusses at everybody else who won't wear a mask and won't do this. and He wasn't doing it. He did whatever he pleased. Because he's special. And he got on, he said, I don't need this job. No, he doesn't need this job. He's filthy rich, and you've made him filthy rich. I don't watch him. The only time I see him is when Hannity or Laura Ingram and them replay his little segments. <laughs> Tucker Carlson loves to play his segments. I'm worried about Americans. I'm worried about that spirit within you that it's died Can you revive it? Can you get that flame back in there? Can we be like Hamilton said? The spirit of liberty. Can we have that? Will it make human nature rise above itself in acts of bravery and heroism? How brave do you have to be to go out and not wear a mask? (laughs) How brave do you have to be to say, I'm mad as heck and I ain't going to take it anymore? You're lying to me about these numbers. Again, the the virus is real. It's out there. It needs to be respected. But we don't need to be dictated by Congress and mayors and governors who lead by authoritarianism and not by by how they would live. They don't live the same way they want you to live. Let's put it that way. And they're holding America hostage by burning their cities. And we've got mayors that stand there and let them do it. I believe that we should send in the troops and reclaim those cities and arrest the rioters and arrest the mayors who have allowed it. Get them out. Get America back, her independence and her freedom, her liberty. 
Liberty is always in the hands of the people. I can't stop saying that enough. But first, it has to be in your hearts. You have to want to have freedom. If you want the government to take care of you, you don't want freedom. If you think that these guys running up this debt can handle your your retirement plans, then you've lost all, all focus of reality. Because all they want to do is take those plans. Fasting and prayer. I think it's time in America that we got serious to bring America home. Have we realized the assault against our lives, our liberties, our faith? To defeat this assault, Christians and all people of goodwill should have strategies to prevail in our faith and principles, which are simple. No need for a complex formula. One goal, one aim. A strategy like the heroic Christians of the past. We win they lose nothing less big q little q the calm before the storm by a friend of Megagoria. the strategy of heaven revealed big q little q the calm before the storm available on amazon.com or by calling caritas in the u.s at 205 672 2000. Each week, the political cesspool, known worldwide as the South's foremost populist conservative radio program, hits the airwaves to bring you the other side of the news and to report on events which are vital to your welfare but are hushed up or distorted by the mainstream media. However, to continue doing this, we need your support. Go online at www.thepoliticalcesspool.org and make a safe and secure donation. If you prefer not to make an online donation, you can send us a check or money order to the address on the website. No matter which way you choose, The Political Cesspool needs your support. Go online to www.thepoliticalcesspool.org and make a donation today. <laughs> 